Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to Too Smart for This, a show dedicated to knowing better and doing better for ourselves and others. I am Alexis Barber. I am 22. I live in Brooklyn. I work full-time in big tech, and I am also a content creator. And I am back with the second season of my podcast. I am also going to be uploading these episodes to YouTube. So if I reference YouTube at all in these episodes, that's why. And if you see me with my mic here on YouTube, that is why. So today we're going to talk what I've been doing for the past two and a half months, some things I've learned, and most importantly, we're going to chat through how I've been dealing with anxiety as well as confidence building. Yes, today I'm also drinking a Two Robbers. Um, This shit is delicious. This was gifted, but like I have had a fucking day, let me tell you that. And I just wanted to get on here and talk because this is what makes me happy, so... I have a few life updates over the last year. Um, obviously, you know that I've started working at Google in September, which is around the time I started gaining traction on social media. And I enjoyed my first few months in the industry, but I soon started to recognize that there were some that, that I wasn't going to be learning anymore or being fulfilled in my first job. And I can talk more about the fulfillment aspect of working if you all are interested in that. But I do want to say I was in a place where I just was feeling, was dreading going to work. Like I felt really, really uncomfortable and sad. And that's something that a lot of people don't warn you about. And I can safely say that almost every single person I know who starts off in the industry or any industry, like your first job post-grad is never your long-term thing. Okay. Like I just think that it's a great learning experience and it needs to be reframed as such, but I don't think that it is everything. And I had the expectation that it was supposed to be everything, that someone was going to tell me what to do, whatever. So I am so grateful that I had a friend who we actually met over TikTok. Her name is Maddie. She runs the app Herd Social. She's an icon. And her role at Google was opening up because she was leaving to build Herd first time. First time. She was leaving to build Herd full time. And it ended up being perfect for me. So my new role is the global shorts content strategist focused on building resources for creators um, who are interested in using YouTube shorts. So my experience as a short form video creator combined with my experience as a Googler who knew the ins and outs of YouTube really set me up for success here. And my main takeaway from this is about intuition. So it was very hard for me to manage having both of these things at work, especially in an environment that was very corporate and was expecting me to really give like 900% and like spend all of my time on that job. But I followed my intuition and I stayed true and I continue to build my brand. And by having that, I would not have had the opportunity to work in this new role, which I am so, so, so grateful for and excited for. This is not to say anything negative about my previous team whatsoever. I loved it, had a great time. It's just that it was this new role combines my passions. And I think that that if I had not worked on my business and I just like let it go and said, I'm just going to focus on Google full time and never think about being a content creator, then I wouldn't have the opportunity to actually mesh these two passions into one and build 
this new role out, which I'm super excited to do. So that just means my life is getting a little bit more hectic. Hence, I've been feeling extremely overwhelmed recently. Um, And I've had to recognize something, which is that for at least, at the very least, the next year, my life is going to be very hectic because I need to manage a podcast, a YouTube channel, three short form video channels on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, as well as like my Instagram. And that itself is a lot of work. But I've never shied away from doing a lot, obviously. But my issue is I was starting to feel overwhelmed and frustrated at all of the things that were on my plate. And the thing is, everything's great. You know, like I have a great job that I'm interested in. I have an incredible community of followers that I love. I have an incredible boyfriend. I live in New York City. I have great friends. Like on paper, I have it all, but I was dreading every day. And since this had been going on the last few weeks, I started to notice it within myself. And what I noticed was I was skipping out on my morning walks, skipping out on my journaling. I was skipping out on doing things that made me feel healthy, drinking out a lot of alcohol. Yes, I am drinking a seltzer right now, but like it's because I choose to, not because I'm numbing my feelings. The truth is I was numbing my feelings and I was refusing to get deep. I was refusing to unlock the issues that were deep within me that I just didn't want to face. And it came to a point in therapy where I was saying to my therapist that I was frustrated because I was taking on this new role, going through this this transition, leaving one of the most coveted post-grad programs in the United States, let alone the world. And I felt frustrated that I had to make this decision by myself. And many of you who grew up low income or grew up without even, you don't even have to be low income, where you grew up where you didn't feel like your parents understood what you were going through or you didn't have mentors, it can be very, very, very hard to make decisions without having one, like anything to fall back on and two, without having someone to guide you through that. And so for my whole life, I've had to guide myself through a lot of things, of course, with wonderful adults in my life who've always jumped in to help me, whether it was my principal in elementary school or the lawyer I worked for in college. But at the same time, what these people would always say to me, and I think if you're a black woman, you could relate to this, is I'm not worried about you because you are so smart and so capable, you can do it. And having other people believe that in me was great. But at the end of the day, I still felt as though I was alone and I still felt as though even though all these people like were like, you're so smart, you can do it, you can do it. I resented that because sometimes you just want someone to tell you what to do and sometimes you just want someone to help you through something. And I didn't like that I had to be responsible for everything that was going to happen in my life going forward. Like that is really scary and I didn't want to do it and I don't want to do it. Like I felt so overwhelmed by that. So because all these transitions were happening and I was not treating myself well and not working out, not focusing on myself, and I had to take a second and be like, what is wrong? Why can't you enjoy anything going on right now? And it was because I don't want to be responsible for things because I see responsibility as something that 
is negative because it means that I don't have unconditional love and support from people around me. It me it goes back to that like core feeling of like, oh, you're going to be fine and people thinking that they don't need to help you, but I don't want to be strong all the time. I love everything in my life right now. So I was like, why if if I can't enjoy this because I have this fear of responsibility, I need to reframe what responsibility means. And here are the ways that I've done that. So this is the method I've developed for myself over the past two months over how I'm going to respond to a very chaotic life that obviously I'm living and to deal with my daily anxiety as well as my future-oriented anxiety. And it is called the step back, settle in, and reset method. Three steps. Let's get into them. Step one is to step back. Whatever is triggering me, whatever is making me anxious. So if it's work, then I put 30 minutes on my calendar where I step back. I, If it's social media, immediately exit it out and like turn it off for the rest of the day. If it's a conversation I'm having with my boyfriend, tell him I need to remove myself from that for a second and chill out. And that step back is the most important step because you're realizing that your feelings are overwhelming, you're realizing you're not feeling well, and you're realizing that you need to get something, that something needs to shift. And that feeling itself, I just want to say step one of this is crucial. It is the number one thing because if you can recognize your feelings are not good in the moment, then you are so far beyond where you even think you are. The step two is to settle in. So I need to settle into those feelings. So an example of not settling in is when you take an edible, get a glass of wine, eat a whole box of pasta to numb your feelings, turn on TikTok or turn on the TV. That is not settling in. That is skipping out. Settling in is when you take a second, you go to a safe space, whether that's your journal, you're taking a shower, you're going on a long walk, you step away and you settle into that feeling. Why am I so anxious? Why am I so frustrated? Why does this specific instance trigger me? Then in that moment, you have to figure out what the root cause is. So for me, when I was facing this responsibility issue, the root cause was not that I have too many brand deals and I don't want to make all this content. Of course, I want to make the content. I love making content. I love that I get to work with my favorite brands. I love that I get to be a content creator. So why am I not enjoying it? Because I don't like that I have this responsibility. Why don't I like having responsibility? Because I didn't have a choice growing up if I wanted to be responsible or not. And I resent that I didn't have the freedom other people have. But right now, I get to have the freedom. Want to know why? Because I worked really hard for it. And this responsibility is a reflection of the freedom that I have worked so hard to get. And this, these responsibilities are what are giving me freedom. So I have to reframe it. So when you settle into those feelings, when I had that realization that I didn't resent responsibility, I resented the lack of freedom, but it was extremely hard to make myself sit and feel that. I had to put myself in the shower with no phone, with just meditation music, to and sit there and resist the urge to go numb my feelings by eating a bag of chips, to go numb my feelings by taking an edible instead. I had to sit back and really sit with that and it hurt. And that is the only way you grow. It's the only way you figure that out is when you give yourself the space by stepping back to think about this, okay? Step three is to reset. So now that you've acknowledged that you have certain feelings, you've acknowledged that you're frustrated by certain things, 
you've found at least some sort of breakthrough. It doesn't even have to be a breakthrough. It just has to be like, oh, this person's email really got to me today. So I need to take a step back and realize that, hey, her feelings or her responsibility are not a reflection of me. I did my best in this situation. I apologize if I couldn't, so I'm going to move on. So your reset in that situation of just messing up a little bit at work could be, hey, I did my best. I took responsibility. And now I'm going to continue to do my best and tell myself three things I'm proud of and tell myself three things I'm proud of myself for. If you are like me and you had a big revelation like that, resetting would mean figuring out the next way that you are going to take this realization to the next level. So for me, realizing that responsibility means I have to reframe my whole concept of opportunities and responsibilities. Therefore, that means I got to take a second, I got to step back and I got to say, hey, when I get into a feeling of I want to cancel my day and not do anything, I have to remind myself, to be grateful that I even have the opportunity to do those things. And I'm going to do this out of a place of love and gratitude as opposed to a place of resentment and hatred. Because I don't resent my opportunities. I resent the feeling that I associated with responsibility. And then I'm able to approach my day from a different place. But that requires developing a framework for how I'm going to respond to those things in the moment as opposed to to just being like, oh, I know this about myself now. So these three steps are have been such a game changer for me and they're so helpful. And if you can just keep those in the back of your mind, when you start to have an anxious thought, you're going to feel so much better and you're going to be able to at least have the tools to approach something in a better way. And that is all that matters. Okay. So take this with you. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. If you all have any more questions or anything, feel free to DM me on Instagram or leave comments down below. Definitely subscribe and rate this podcast. It means the world to me, especially if you're on Spotify or Apple Music. It's really, really helpful for me. So thank you so much. Do not forget for one second that you are too smart to not love yourself.